fade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. This is fade you. What's going on, moms and dads? Welcome to another vacation episode of the Fade You Podcast. My name is Matthew James. I've got Kmart and the Bucket Boy with me. We'll get Chris Duke here in a moment, but hey, we're all on vacation, so we're going to just see what happens here with this one. But we're here to recap NFL Week 16 and look ahead to two more weeks of the regular season. So hopefully everybody had a good Christmas. Looking forward to New Year's next weekend. Dads, let's get to some of these results. Um What's the immediate takeaway from the Christmas weekend slate? Niners are so good. <laughs> but, I mean, in all seriousness, like it's... To beat the Commanders, I mean, let's settle down a little bit. But... I know, I know. But, like... If we're going to go that If we're going to go that route... Wild card picture is awesome, though. I mean, there's, so, there's yeah. so much to play for. Like, for two weeks, and, you know, not that Neil and I are in it, but for the teams who have a chance to place and get some money in this contest like it's i know when matt and i were in that spot a few years back it was just like man there's like not enough teams that have a reason to play so it was really hard to kind of cap but these last two weeks there's a lot like packers minus three anybody we could talk about that we can talk about the vikings being the fakest good team i think i've ever seen in my life they get more crazy good luck to win a game. How about how about a blocked punt at a critical yeah. juncture in well, the fourth quarter? Anyone? Well, remember two years ago the Steelers, how good how good they were, and then you know I think I think all of us were on the Browns in that first first playoff game when they just put fifty on them or whatever it was. Like that's that's the way I see the Viking season coming to an end. It's just. Yeah. This feels next level, though. It, it, it's something new every week. Like, they – I think the Giants fumbled on Minnesota's 25 in the first half or something like that. And then, yeah, they get the blocked punt. They nail a 61-yard field goal to win the game. It's just par for the course for this team. I loved it. I loved seeing it because I was like, I'm auto-betting Green Bay next week, and people are going to look at the line and be like, what? How is how is 12-3 and – a three a, a field goal underdog against whatever Green Bay is now. What are they? Seven and eight. Seven and eight. Yeah, I really wish Green Bay would have lost, though. I know. Was, I know. I, I feel like the line would have been the same, and it would have been even stinkier because I hate the fact that they kind of you're getting Green Bay off, you know, coming off and beaten, and the right the the narrative for Green Bay now is that they have a heartbeat, right? There's a, there's a oh, chance, yeah. whereas you know the Vikings really are just playing to try and hold on to that second seed right now. So I would have loved to see the Green Bay lose, you know, being the only um, Christmas Day game that was going on at the, in that time slot. But that's fine. But I, I'm with you. This is the, everyone's just going to look at the numbers. And, yeah, go, go outside Minnesota and Green Bay and see how that yeah. see how that works out for you. The other bummer, too, is that Green Bay really didn't win their game. I mean, the Dolphins completely blew that with all the turnovers and the. Was it three picks in the fourth quarter? In the yeah. fourth. And yeah. So that could be right. That could be a piece. Again. Yeah, that could be the narrative coming out. Is is Green Bay back or did Tua just completely, you know, take a dump on the on the fourth quarter there? So 
Um, it's fine either way. I'm, I think we're all going to be very comfortable having Green Bay in, a, in our contest and, and probably yeah. betting it and betting it too. Kyle, I bet yeah. you already have. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't even feel like I need to put Green Bay as one of my best bets because I, I feel like everyone in our group is going to be on it. It's like an autoplay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the storylines are awesome, you know, with Green Bay. I mean, I'm happy they – I mean, I honestly didn't think they were going to win that game. But I guess realizing Tua got his concussion, it kind of makes sense why I kept going to my father-in-law, Lance, like, oh, he's going to throw another pick. But we still begrudgingly put put a few shekels on them to make that comeback down six at the end just for fun and second play pick. It's just like and it's like what's what's he looking at? But you know, with the Giants, the Commanders, and then you know the Jags and the AFC East, like there there's so much to play for. Like it's it's actually exciting for once, you know, even with on the precipice of you know the college football playoff on Saturday. Like, I'm more looking forward to, you know, week 17 because there's more to play for, I, in my opinion. Like, I know some of our buddies got some big games, but NFL's done a good job. I mean, we've been saying it all year, at least I have, but there's parity, finally, Yeah. in the NFL. Well, and the funny thing about that is that a lot of favorites covered yesterday, this weekend, right? I mean... I don't know how anybody else's contest fixed it. Mine did horrible. Uh, I faded Kansas City. I faded Buffalo. I faded Baltimore, and all three of those favorites get there. So, what, what was the they... reasoning? Like, what, was it kind of just one of these teams? Like, you felt good on a three and two, like with kind of fading narratives and stuff, or what? What was kind of your team's? Yeah, it's too bad. I mean, the Seattle one was really frustrating. Just to re- we can kind of recap how some of these games went. Neil called his Neil gave the handicap for Seattle on the preview pod last week, and Kansas City didn't want to cover. They just kept giving Seattle the ball back, and the Seahawks kept getting to midfield and then just puking all over themselves. Whether they got it to fourth and three, turn it over on downs, you know, throws an interception. I feel like for a while there, Seattle was outgaining Kansas City. It's, okay. it's too low. What's up, and Dad? Covering. Hi, Chris. Anyway, Neil, talk about Seattle. Like you, you kind of talked about that play going into last week, and then how did how did you feel as it was happening? Do you feel like you were on the right side, or was that just kind of bad luck, or what happened? I I don't know. I mean, you look at what they had. I mean, right to end the first to end the first half. Right there was an eleven play. 90 yard drive that ended in a field goal right yep. they come out right they had a turnover and then there were two uh two drives turnovers on downs they throw a pick um you know to lose by 14 with all that bad call it bad luck you know you're catching 10 i thought we were going to have a chance to backdoor i thought the back door was going to be available and open um it certainly was they just never really put it together i think Probably, you know, not having Lockett in that second piece, you know, and really it just kind of had me thinking is like, did we overreact initially in Seattle as a whole? Because you can go back. They haven't looked. I, I mean, I keep thought it was a buy low spot, but Seattle hasn't looked good for a while now. I mean, they, they started off hot. Since and they then, went to London. Right. Since they went to yeah. London in that game against Tampa Bay, you know, where 
they woke up, you know, in the second half a little bit to kind of make that a game. I mean, they beat the Rams by four and that's it, you know, um, but they've had a lot of club, but the, their losses have been against close, you know, I've been close against teams. Um, I, 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 I mean, I, I don't think we need to explain that handicap. We said that, you know, yeah. Kansas city has been historically overvalued and you're going to go in a game and catch 10 against them. Well, it was um, yeah, two two in a row that the Chiefs hadn't covered yeah. over a touchdown, and and so of course here they do. Now, I mean, to get a little ahead of ourselves for next week, I I think this is five in a row that Seattle hasn't covered. No one's going to be on them next week. I mean, people are going to be off them completely, and with the narrative that Mike White is back, that's we'll we'll save maybe that for Wednesday. But let's just run through a couple of the other ones, uh, other ones that. <laughs> other dogs that didn't get there. I mean, the bears leading at halftime and then get outscored like 29 to three in the second yeah, half. That was again, 25 to yeah. three, wherever it was. was so tough. that was another tough one. A lot of us were on the bears in the contest, the bills, again, another team that had been hit and miss as a big favorite. And of course they get there this week. And then, Oh my God, I don't know if anybody else was on Atlanta. That was brutal. I mean, they were living on the goal line for multiple times. They get a, a sick touchdown by Patterson called back for a really questionable holding. Arthur Smith was losing his mind on the sidelines. So that was another dog that didn't get there. Just brutal. I mean, you guys talk about dogs that couldn't get there. How about New England just dead in the water in the first half? And they get a pick six. They get a fluky, like, Hail Mary deflection touchdown. And you're thinking it's going to get there. Miss kicks everywhere that in that game. loss on Sunday, man. That that one hurt. And, like, to, like I know – it pissed me off even more because I feel like two dads have just had a lot of really shitty luck not to make, you know, you know, complaints or anything, but it's just like, I started getting all this false hope and I was just like, Oh my God, I'm going to, I'm going to win another one. Cause I, I was pretty down to the account and then Darnold saves me um, giants as well. And this is, I'm like, Oh shit. I counted this as a loss, man. I'm going to, I'm going to hit them all. And then they fumble at the five because they're just trying. I mean, they're trying to bleed the clock, but it's like, man, how does how do you do that? And man, I was pissed. Like I was just cussing up a storm and almost breaking stuff. Like it, it was just so frustrating just to not get a suck out. Like I, I, I can't recall being on a side of just thinking you're gonna get an L and getting a W, but I can recall over ten where it's like, oh yeah, we got a W. Oh, oh how did we lose that? That's the way our season's been, just shit after shit. So that one hurt. Wild. Chris, give me a takeaway from the weekend's games for you, something that stands out from week 16. I think it's just amazing that, uh, I mean, you know, we have – Chad Millman likes to have have a saying, the right side is the winning side, and and partially I agree with that. However – I think Eagles was the absolute right side and oh to see them God. end up losing, you know, dead number five and a half in the contest that lands six somehow miles. I didn't know Sanders fumbled were there with two minutes left. And it's like, it's unbelievable the way, I mean, absolutely. The Eagles are leading the whole game and for them to blow that cover, God rest vanilla gorilla's soul, uh, that cost them a win. And, <clears throat> but, um, it's amazing, man. These spreads, obviously like, you know, you say, Oh, Minshew, I'll take him, you know, road division dog, and, and it looks like they're going to win outright. So you just never know. Like you said, Matt, you just explained with that Falcons fluky bullshit, and uh, it's amazing. You know with the Chargers and the Colts playing tonight, 
I mean, what is it? Minus five thousand? Isn't that some crazy shit's gonna happen with these with these two teams? <laughs> some kind of sure. crazy. <laughs> Staley and Saturday. I mean, just to go back to the Dallas this game's ending in a tie. <laughs> yeah, that would be fitting. <laughs> on the on the preview pod last week, we talked about all right. If people don't have action on Dallas Philly yet, how should they bet it? And like by Sunday, did that thing close at like three and a half? Yeah, it went down to I three mean, and a half. No, so like, did it go back? Jesus, I remember saying I on our pod because I, yeah, because I had I had the Cowboys when the line first came out before Hertz's shoulder issue came out. I was like, all right, Cowboys minus one and a half, like. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was going to be my favorite. Neil bet. did too. That's why we said Neil. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Line. And then Neil's I think on the pod it was yes. like five and a half, six maybe. Yeah. And I believe I said if this thing gets to six and a half, I want that for the middle. And it, but then it just yeah. finally started going back down. I think immediately went to four and a half, and I ended up taking the four and a half, and I just missed the middle by that much. You know that last field goal. I was talking to Neil about it earlier, but man, it's. It's crazy, and I think we got another one of those games this week with uh, Matt. You were saying it earlier with the Panthers and Bucks. Yeah, yeah. So we talked we talked earlier in the show about the Vikings being lucky. How lucky is Tampa? I mean, th- should they legitimately be four and eleven? That's at least two wins they've had in that kind of fashion this year. Oh, I mean, I can think of the the Saints game where they came back from down two yeah, scores, three, five then. minutes left. The Rams game where they came back down the field, and then the Cardinals game. I mean, holy shit! And this is these are not good teams they're coming back against. They're, they barely yeah. squeaked by the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Saints. I mean, holy fuck! Rams so, just put up fifty-one, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess Chris's Rams are, are back <laughs> with Baker on Christmas, <laughs> putting poor Nathaniel Hackett out of his misery. Oh, oh my god, beautiful. beautiful! That that is the Christmas present of all. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, for them to take Hackett away from us, I mean, that's amazing. But let's go back to the Bucks for a sec. I mean, they get away with another one. Clearly, they're not a good team. And so I know Westgate opened it at six and a half. I mean, that thing got obliterated overnight, and it's a three. And, I mean, my position is no one is – I mean, Tampa Bay is the worst ATS team in the league. No one's going to lay points with them. It's Tom Brady, so words, man. It's going to be like – is this going to be Sharps? squares everyone in the world on Carolina and the books are going to be needing Tampa as a favorite. Is that where we're going with this? I don't, I, I'm on the opposite you, side. But I don't, know I don't think I that's going to be, I don't, I don't think that's going to be it. And I, maybe it's in part because right. It's new year's weekends and it's got you know it's just going to be a to me it just seems like it's going to be an altered public weekend and the narrative is going to be again you go back right how does he keep coming back because he's tom brady right you could make a narrative to say that they keep coming back in this because it's tom brady so here's a game that they have to win tom brady's going to win it that just seems like the squarest narrative out there and i kyle you're shaking your head and i want to say i agree with you i was yeah this is Carolina 100%, but it feels like the square narrative out there will be Tom Brady has to win a game. He's going to go win it at home. I don't, I, think th- he I don't think he will. I, and I, I agree with you. I think by, I don't know, Friday, Saturday, like it's going to become more split. And I think I've been saying it for a month and a half. 
Sam Darnold's playing for his job and he's looking really good. I mean, he looked he looked really good in weeks three, four, you know, last week, and then just absolutely saw Ghost again and died. Well, but, he beat out Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield's like maybe the best quarterback in the league crowd. <laughs> so well, like. I mean, did did they trade? I can't even remember. Oh, I guess yeah, they did trade and then he hurt himself. But what I love what I see that defense not as good as I really thought like earlier in the season I thought this defense had a potential of being elite but they're gonna do enough and I mean they with Foreman Blackshear um and Hubbard like <clears throat> I mean they got a running force you know in there and they still obviously have uh DJ Moore and what a lot of people don't understand is Terrace Marshall when he when he was at LSU he was the top wide receiver with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase so I mean they have two solid receivers he just needs to stay healthy and be given a shot and i mean you've seen a couple catches you know in the past few weeks he has the talent so it's just you know this team is hitting their stride i love them this week um you know i'm bummed i missed out on the six and a half but i don't i i was just gonna do money line anyway uh sam darnold looks good i mean yeah, he looked good rushing for 250 against them in the first half. I want to see what this Carolina team looks like when they don't get a fat lead on somebody right away because they did it in Seattle and they did it yesterday. And, I mean, Tampa's defense is good. Their run defense is good. So let's see what happens if they don't get spotted a three-score lead in the first half. And, I mean, they were on the ropes like, cause they jumped out seven nothing, but then they were about to be down fourteen to seven before Goof had that fumble. Like, they go in and score. Who knows? Who knows what happens? Yeah. So, I mean, they get. It's crazy how one turnover, you know, and we've said it before, it can change the entire complexion, even that early in a football game. This is going to be a, a tricky one for people because everybody missed the best number, so it's going to be one of those like, okay. Yeah, Carolina feels like the right play division underdog. Like, okay, yeah, when it was six and a half, the Sharps are on them. But I don't know if that's – I don't know how many Sharps are going to still be buying Carolina at three. So that'll be – it'll be interesting to see the action of that one throughout the week. Um, Matt, let's wrap kinda, up here. I yeah. kind of – I kind of uh, equivalated it to you earlier in the text. To kind of – it feels like the Texans and Titans. Remember that one opened up high, I think, five or six. Came all the way down at three and a half last week, you know. A lot of the public, everyone was on like, oh, my God, the Titans already beat them on the road by a touchdown. Now I only have to lay three. Of course, Texans went out, right? One in 12 Texans. So it kind of feels like that. Like everyone might kind of think, oh, the value's gone. I missed the good number. And so we'll see if uh, if this number just like stays where it is or if it keeps coming down. It'd be interesting to see if they let it tick down. If we see two and a half, that'd be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, What else? takeaways from this weekend the Raiders blew another game that's hilarious the Titans are dead right I mean they're just bury them R.I.P. sorry Vrabel Neil you're the Vrabel guy what's going on here I mean you, you can't keep going with the narrative get right next week uh, that was we, two weeks yeah, ago we, right we we I think we said it on Wednesday you can't keep putting it out there and if it was gonna if there was gonna be a week that they were gonna come it was going to be this one that they had to. And I, I mean, I know we don't want to look ahead too much, but. And if only someone on this pod kept saying, be careful on the, on those Titans. 
So you're it, saying this is the week we on Thursday night, prime time home home dog, maybe let's I mean, go. God, catching nine and a half, ten. I mean, even with Malik, I mean, they already did it, you know, in Kansas City with him. But if I'm not mistaken, but if I'm not mistaken, I think this week this week doesn't mean anything, correct? Because in week eight, same with same for Jacksonville. Same for neither, Jacksonville. Neither, neither game matters this week. This game doesn't matter for either one because they meet each other in the in the final in the whip. I'm pretty sure that way that rattles out. That's a winner take all because Tennessee yep. they would tie against each other, but Tennessee has a better uh, division record. So I, if I'm not mistaken, this week for both teams doesn't mean anything at all. So yeah. um, we'll, we'll have to explain for, for the Cowboys either. Kind no, we're saying for the Titans, for, for the Titans and the Jags, their yeah, Week 18 mm-hmm. is win, yeah. winner gets in no matter what happens mm-hmm. this week. So we'll have to okay. explain that more on Wednesday. Um, any other rapid fire, real quick? Uh, I'm going to be stubborn and be on the Jets again. I mean, I already got them at minus one, but I don't know what that line is going to do. I think it's, I think it's Jets minus two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Seattle's Ooh, dead. I don't know if anybody heard. Interesting. Yeah. Seattle's about, dead. Titans are dead. Do you guys see? Do you guys see? Is Raiders the six and nine Raiders? Did it tick down to five and a half? A dead number against eleven and four. I mean, Matt, the Niners. We know they're not losing again. It's just a matter of will they Never. cover or not. Never so, in the uh, history of football will they lose again. I, according to Wager Talk, it's fifty-two tickets, seventy-seven money on the Raiders. So it's like not surprising, especially after not Raiders surprising. got eliminated. The Raiders Dogs are eliminated, are so dog. yeah. Oh wow! Uh, a lot of just the ugly, battle of the ugly football. Well, I mean, Ram- the Rams Bronco. I don't know what you take away from that. I mean, Rams go fifty on on them. Hackett gets fired. So real quick, I do want to, and I was cautious because we talked about this on pods going forward that team fires their coach. Yeah. It's an autoplay. I don't think this one is. Yeah. I don't know, Chris. I mean, I Chris, know, you're man. the you're the scum. This one just seems this seems bigger than just a coach. Well, that Kyle too. Like. I think Kyle the most unlike guy is still there. No, this I don't morning. Think this Didn't is... Kyle mention yesterday, Neil, that I he likes this, this spot? You, you like? Well, no, yeah, I said this is... morning. I was like, man, 13 and a half, But now after that firing, like, shoot, I might have to. I haven't Excuse done me. it yet because they're just so bad. Like at what at what point do they honestly just say, "All right, new coach is now coming in. You have to sit Wilson." Like you paid him too much money. You're not playing for anything. Like that to me, like they're unbettable because you just don't know who who they're going to play. Because this team's been injured on and off at all their core positions all year, except Wilson. You can fire the coach, but you can't fire Russ. <laughs> No, but you can't. I, I, yeah, I, I generally, yeah, I'm yeah. generally, ba- I'm generally under the in the camp that I'll back that team that fires their coach. I'm not sure this is this is just a weird. This is such a weird one. It, it's, it's weird too because it's late in the season. Like if it's right. earlier in the season and you can still make a run at the playoffs, that's one thing. But these guys have been eliminated for weeks. Yeah. It's New Year's weekend. Yeah, Th- that's gonna be a really tricky one to see if that coach can rally and are they going to Kansas city? Like uh, that doesn't sound fun for New Year's. So that'll be, that'll be an interesting one throughout the week. All right. We should cut this short. We're going to go catch Monday night football. 
we will be back. I think we'll probably be back Wednesday afternoon for the full week 17 preview. Everybody be responsible this week with your bowl game bets. You don't have to bet every bowl. Four of them tomorrow. Don't be stupid. Yeah, just chill out on the bulls and the they're crazy. I mean, it's unless you know, I, I guess some people are like 17 and three or whatever and having a great bull season, but whatever. All right, Chris, get us out of here. What happens sometimes when, what happens sometimes when you bet on poop? You get McSorley to pull his cock out and go to overtime against the goat and cover. Good job, partner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. This is Fade You.